Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Good day, ladies. Dr. Fiona Lovely here of Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense podcast. I hope everyone's well today. So I have recently been thinking a great deal about uh, the adrenal glands, the stress response glands in the body, and really why it is that this is so frequently the core of just about everything I discuss with my patients in this office and really been processing for me what my uh, predecessors would have seen in their patients versus what I see in mine. And uh, what I know is that stress and all of its iterations, whether it's physical or spiritual or emotional or nutritional or environmental. I mean, there's so many different kinds of it, right? Um, All of those stressors lead to us having a lesser quality of life than we could. And, um, excuse me, it's an interesting thing to think about because You know, from my point of view, I want to give you guys solutions and I want to give my patients solutions. How can we fix the problem? But I think the problem here goes far deeper than uh, the physical piece. I think it starts with a uh, spiritual crisis, if you will, and one that probably started in our mother's generations. Um, And then as family pathologies go... those trends got passed to the daughters and the daughter's daughters of. And um, so this is what I've been thinking about lately. It's probably the anthropologist in me that wants to know why things occur, why human beings follow patterns. And um, indeed, our patterns make for our uh, behaviors And our behaviors make for our personalities. And the trends and traits of that become the reason why we uh, respond to our environment and the situation of our lives like we do. So this is going to be the start of a bigger conversation about adrenal glands. I'm not quite sure yet how that's all going to unfold. But today, let's start to lay the groundwork for something I think is really, really important. And for me, in considering why it is our adrenal glands are suffering... I realized that stress is present in our lives because the stress is part of how we validate ourselves. Um, But but at what cost? It turns out it's a great cost uh, because when the uh, stress response or survival response in the body is continuously triggered, we lose our ability to tell the difference between what is stressful and what is not, what feels good and what doesn't. Um, You know, quite often I'll ask a woman in my office who, after describing her lifestyle to me, um, if I'll ask her, do you feel like you are stressed? 
she will say, no, I feel like I handle things pretty well. And the truth is, I can tell from the outside, not just by the physical complaints that she has, but by the description of her lifestyle, that she has accepted the mm, intensity of activity in her life and all that comes with that for so long that she believes that to be normal. And I'm not so sure I don't do that myself. And I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this podcast, you're doing that now too, or you have done that in the, in the recent past. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. So it turns out that we used to call adrenal gland dysfunction or uh, fatigue or exhaustion. There's a few different words for it, glandular insufficiency, etc. That was what our parents called burn, burnout. And that is a fairly recent development in human history. Uh, Let's just say when we worked the farms um, and the lands, we didn't have the trouble of fatigue like we do now. So, you know, putting us all in big cities and we're, you know, living essentially right on top of each other in these big cities and um, not really having time with nature and time to rest. And, you know, the era of achievement really is is what I'm talking about. This has been the physical cost of the era of achievement, Uh, especially for women um, born to uh, baby boomers. Um, that's my parents. And, um, anyways, so burnout basically happens when we take on too much and we don't rest enough, or we use our rest time inappropriately. And here's how it happens these days. Either we spend our rest time on social media, which leads us to compare ourselves to other people, which now the latest research has shown actually can lead to a depression. Um, the more time you spend on, on Facebook and other social media sites, the more likely you are to have a depressive episode because you're too busy comparing yourself to what other people are doing. And let me me tell you something. People filter the hell out of what shows up on Facebook and you're not getting the crisis so much as you are getting the great moments. So I think it's a matter of perspective and just being able to look at it and say, okay, are you, are you comparing yourself appropriately there? So rest time you need away from social media, away from television, another mindless entertainment. Uh, one of my Uh, professions thought leaders said, why is it as human beings, we feel like we have to be entertained? Why can't we entertain ourselves? And I love that concept. When you take that one to heart, it really starts to change how you spend your, uh, what you think about how you spend your time. So why do we allow the uh, amount of stress in when we know the risks are exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, or burnout. At its core, it's a spiritual crisis for women, um, a feeling of inadequacy that leads us to fill in uh, our time continuously. And then at inadequacy, chances are that's come to us um, sometime in our childhood from the mother, fathers, teachers, preachers. Uh, we fill our time relentlessly. No quiet time appears. And here's the thing about quiet time. Emotions come up and most of us are scared to hell away from our emotions. We don't want to have to think about why we're sad or why we're angry or why we're pissed off. Because then we have to process it, and that's simply too scary. So we tamp it down, and we put more stuff on top of it. You know, in in the um, 
in the 90s, there was a, a, a food movement actually started by Janine Roth, who said food is love. And for those of us that feel like we ha- don't aren't getting enough love, we just we keep eating in hopes that that fills that gap. Well, once you get that awareness, then you go, okay, I, I see why I'm, I'm eating that or wanting to crave that. What I really want is a hug or someone to hold my hand or even just a human connection of some kind. And instead, I'm, I'm bearing it in a bag of chips or, or chocolate. So I think what's happened is we went, okay, yeah, that's dumb. Let's not do that. Although we all still have our, our moments with that, I'm sure. I know I do. Um, <clears throat> but now we're making it about time. Um, we're not allowing ourselves to fill feel the emotions that come with being a human being and living the lives that we do and the experiences that we have. And we're filling that blank space where we could potentially be, uh, feeling the emotions of the situations, letting ourselves deal with it and moving on. We're just tamping more and more and more stuff on top of it, more emotion, more anger, more sadness. And it's really just leading us to be completely burnt out. But not only that, it's depleting the adrenal glands. And because this is ultimately a podcast about hormones, I will say this, A woman's adrenal gland health at the time she enters perimenopause and in those first few years of perimenopause really make the difference between whether or not she's going to be symptomatic, hot flashes, night sweats, heavy bleeding, skipping periods, um, mood stuff. Um, That is the single biggest factor. So if I can start to lay some groundwork here about how it is you can regain appropriate adrenal health, then ultimately what I'm doing is giving you the ability to control your symptoms in perimenopause and beyond. And I think, um, you know, wow, what's better than that? Anyway, so we need quiet time. We need reflective time, something I like to call mental white space. Um, I think we've given up this in the era of achievement, in the pursuit of more information. And speaking of thought leaders, uh, Carolyn May said recently at at a, a lecture I was at with her that we have we are ending the information era and entering into a spiritual era. I mean, if you look at human evolution, human trends, human history, we go through different iterations of uh, politics and policy and religion and belief systems and that sort of thing. And her idea was that we're actually leaving this information era and going into a place that's deeper. So I love that. And, and I, I, I believe the, um, intense nature of things going on around us in the world right now are a reflection of that. I think um, uh, people are, are fed up. So I think that's part of what you're seeing there. Anyway, so when we lose this mental white space, we lose um, the ability to process those emotions, if you will, and um, it comes at great cost mentally. So look at the mental issues, uh, mental issue rates or mental health issues um, and the awareness that we have around it now more ever than before. And, um, you know, my grandparents didn't talk about being depressed. They didn't talk about anxiety. I mean, that stuff just didn't exist. It didn't exist. My grandparents, that was two generations ago. So, you know, what, what's the biggest thing that's changed? And it's really been that era of great achievement, academia, education, um, uh, seniority, 
corporations, uh, business ownership, all of those things have really exploded in the last couple of decades. Um, so anyways, as a result, we're sick, exhausted, stress, uh, stress more than ever before, leading to anxiety, depression, and other mood disorders, which are naturally a part of menopause anyways. And on top of that, we may enter menopause not feeling great, um, so uh, emotionally as well as physically. So let's, like, how, how can we start to make this better? So to start to give you some things to work on here for the next um the next while while i come up with the next episode which will really start to talk about um the physical component of the adrenal gland uh, nourishment is what i'm choosing to call it so how do we fix this before we can address repairing the adrenal fatigue we must put a magnifying lens to the spiritual crisis first number one Anything I said today resonate with you? Is this your pattern? Are you filling your time with hyperachievement, stuff, information, and mindless entertainment? Just acknowledge it. Just like the alcoholic that has a problem acknowledges they have a problem, now you can start to heal it. Simple as that. Does this resonate with you? Does it feel like I'm speaking about you and to you? Then Acknowledge that you probably are are filling time unnecessarily, um, or for for a pursuit, a, a, some sort of noble pursuit that that really isn't all that noble in the end because it makes you feel unwell. So I think just acknowledging that is going to be huge. Ask yourself number two. Ask yourself, what do I need? And listen for the answer. Now there's a whole meditation that can go with this, which is something that. Um, I received years ago from Dr. Deepak Chopra, and I did go over it in the meditation podcast, which I think was episode number 27, and um, it's uh, it's titled is Relax or Hashtag Relax, so if you're looking for it, that's the one you want to look for. Um, listen for the answer. Don't judge it. Don't process it. Don't try to think yourself into the answer. Just let it come up. Let it emerge from the heart space or the gut. That's where the thinking is, is to a minimum, and the instinct is to a maximum. That's what you're looking for there. Number three, recognize that you likely need to do way less in order to have more success as a human being, no matter how you define that term success. So at um, some point in the podcast uh, timeline, I've talked about taking 25% of what you do off your plate immediately. And I know that's a controversial idea. I know that I struggle with that one myself. Uh, Realistically, that number should be closer to 50%. Um, But 25% will get you closer to that place where you can start to open up some white space and don't panic and fill it with stuff. That's what I tend to do myself. So if you're that person, just try to relax in it. Try to have some opening. Let's see where that Um, magic can come. And again, that's where you're really nourishing the adrenal glands. Okay. Number four, breathe. You will get through this. I know it. Everything is going to be okay. And number five, self-care is the key to fixing this problem. Now, excuse me. We've talked lots about self-care in this podcast, lots and lots. So 
you'll be able to go back and listen to some of my ideas about self-care. There's always more of those coming because that's my journey right now is to make sure I'm taking enough time to care for myself. So what's the point of achievement if personally you feel like a train wreck? And there are days where I'm so tired, that's what I feel like. I couldn't come up with a great thought to share with you. So that's my own journey right now. And as I learn, I will share with you. And as always, I hope that there has been some information here that has resonated with you. I know that the way that the universe works is whoever needs to hear this podcast will show up and listen to it. And if that's you, then no... You might be in denial right now, but chances are there's probably some of this that has rung true with you. So again, be easy with yourself. Acknowledge that self-care is the key. Acknowledge that you're probably doing too much or filling too much of your time with uh, menial tasks and start to relax into the idea of having some more idle time. And I will do the same. (laughs) Easier said than done. Let's see. Let's see how it is. I'd love to hear actually how you guys have made out with this episode. Um, As always, you can reach out and comment on our Facebook page, uh, Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense podcast page on Facebook. You can go to my website, drlovely.expert. And if you're there, make sure you put your name on the email list. Uh, Very soon we'll be starting uh, to do uh, emails um, with uh, projects on the go and things that may be of interest to you. And I've got lots of um, juicy uh, podcast ideas coming. So always happy to hear what you maybe want me to talk about. Uh, Please leave those comments on the Facebook page or on the website. Everyone have a great week. Thanks for listening. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.